Hi everyone, this is John from the JNR Basketball Podcast, and I fudged up. I fudged up big time, guys. We recorded this podcast last week. I edited it, I saved it, and I didn't hit publish. So listening to this on the release date, it was actually recorded a week ago, so I apologize for not getting it out to you sooner. But we'll be back with a more current episode uh, be early next week. So again, I apologize, but hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John. I'm joined by Ronnie, who texted me the other day telling me he was watching a baseball game. Ronnie, what yeah. happened that made you watch a baseball game? I know. You've talked so much trash about baseball. Well, I thought I'd give it another chance once I saw that one of the baseball players that went up to bat was on stilts, and it was a 10-foot-tall <laughs> baseball player. I was like, all right, I got to see what's going on with this. All right, I'll check this out. Yeah. So they have this thing going on. It's called Savannah, Savannah Bananas, Savannah I think Savannah Bananas. Yeah. Yes, that is the team name. Yep. I heard about it on the radio station, and they said they're coming to Peoria. I looked at tickets. They were totally sold out. I'm, they're pricey, too. They're like 400 bucks a pop, it looked well, like. So. I, I, don't think, I don't think that's the Savannah Banana pricing. I think that's the third market pricing. Maybe. Because I thought Savannah Banana tickets were fairly cheap. I don't uh, know. That was one of the things that attracted people to it. But yeah, yeah the, the third sell market is absolutely ridiculous. Right. But yeah, I wanted to go. And that's unusual for me to want to go to the baseball game, too. But I couldn't yeah. go. <laughs> And then um, I actually went to the restroom, and the, my restroom at my house is kind of near the TV, right? So it's kind of like I heard the wife turn Thanks something for the on. Layout, Ronnie. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm sitting down, relaxing, right? <laughs> and then I hear it sounded like baseball on TV, and I was like, "That's weird." The wife never watches baseball. And then I heard like laughing and fun, and I was like, "Oh, she's probably watching Savannah Bananas. It must be broadcasting it." And they were on Channel Three, so yeah, that was pretty sweet. So yeah, we got to. I watch tuned in for about an inning, uh, inning or two, uh, and it was it's neat because so if you're not familiar with the Savannah Bananas, they do what's called banana ball when they do these exhibition games, and it's essentially I, the closest thing I could describe it to is like the Harlem Globetrotters, where mm-hmm. they're actually playing the game, but they're just doing goofy stuff in between. The rules are a little bit different, and it's it's just meant to be entertaining and fun, not not a real baseball game. Right? Is that is that fairly accurate? Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of sportsmanship too. Like even though the play the teams are playing against each other, like they're legit playing against each other, but they're still like yeah. high fiving each other and you know, just having fun with each other still. And I thought that was really cool too. Um what part did you did you see anything fun? Because I think I told you <laughs> I, I was on T V. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched like I said about an inning and inning and a half of it. I didn't they didn't do anything fun when I was watching yeah, it. Yeah, I think so when I told you it was on baseball. Yeah, it was just kinda like I, I appreciated dancing, the maybe. uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> maybe the maybe the uniforms isn't the right word. Right. That sounds really weird. I appreciated yeah. the uniforms. No, uh the they were playing the party animals who were wearing like what you would wear in college, like the one guy had a tuxedo shirt on. <laughs> yeah, and sleeves another guy all, was wearing their, like a all their yeah, sleeves are ripped all, off on that team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they were in bright pink pants. It was yep. it was silly. Uh, but you know that's great. That's that's the yeah. kind of thing that baseball needs to do sometimes is just be fun. So just one of the things again. that I thought was really cool that you missed was like this one guy brought the biggest bat in the world up to the plate and it was like five feet <laughs> tall, like almost as tall as him. And he was try swing it and he actually hit it, but he still got out. <laughs> but it was pretty yeah, cool to watch that. Bat. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know, just like it was fun just watching him do dance moves. And one guy, I guess you get like extra credit. I don't know how you get credit, but like. For like the way you dance up to the plate, you know, like you have like your theme songs, yeah, do something crazy. So 
one guy walked up to the plate like Hulk Hogan, ripped his shirt off, and he didn't have their shirt for the rest of the game. <laughs> uh, oh, just geez. like crazy stuff. <laughs> one guy was pitching in the cowboy hat, you know, with his shirt off too. So I don't know, just just funny. A lot of a lot of shirts off, I guess. But it was really fun well, to watch. I'm glad you watched it. I I watched a little bit of regular baseball, mostly highlights. Yeah, and uh, yeah, baseball season's underway. If you haven't. If you haven't checked out baseball, if you like baseball, check it out. If you do like baseball and you want to do daily baseball, check out Underdog Fantasy, promo code JNR. Going to yeah. shameless plug in for the episode. And uh, that way I don't have to do an ad at the start. So yeah, JNR <laughs> Basketball. No, no, that's JNR Basketball's the podcast. Use the promo code JNR and play daily fantasy baseball, basketball, hockey. It's all good on Underdog Fantasy. I bet I would do pretty good in fantasy baseball just because I know nothing I about it. You know, so oh, okay. it's always like, you know, you just win <laughs> out right, of dumb luck. Let, let's do it. Let's meet Miss me and you do a head versus head, head, head v head. Yeah. Head to head. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can't kick up words today. Uh, let's do it this week. And which day you want to do Saturday? Sunday's Easter. So we oh, probably I don't can't do it then. I want to pick right, gonna... actual like teams too. Like I want to do some real bets, you know, like what team's going to oh, win. Some of the, and stuff uh... like, that. like okay. let's, let's put together a parlay and see who, like a three leg parlay or something and see if one On of us winners? does better than the other. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah, we'll 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 sync up after after the podcast and and do that, Ronnie. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm down for that. All right, let's talk basketball, Ronnie. We're we're a basketball podcast. Yes, not a Savannah banana Savannah banana basketball podcast. They should do Savannah baseball banana podcast. basketball. They they <laughs> <laughs> Savannah banana basketball yes. is <laughs> quite a mouthful. Uh, there's there's a new CBA going on right now. I don't know if you've read any of the the leaks or. or Rumors that are coming out of that. So the CBA is the collective bargaining agreement. This is where the players union and the owners try to come to agreement on new terms. Sometimes it's rule changes. Sometimes it's, you know, various things that get done in the past. You know, owners have asked for structure and contract changes so that you can't, so you can't do 10 year contracts anymore or massive contracts because it was, you know, the CBA was renegotiated to not allow those. One of the things that I saw come out of it was, there was rumors that they were going to push for a 72 game season to drop the number of games. Um, how do you think that went? No, that's stupid. I no, mean, that they're, just, they're just going to rest just as much, you know? I mean, I don't know. If you well, take like the percentage, how much you're resting right now, uh, based on percentages, they're going to rest just as much with the same percentage on 72 games. It doesn't matter. That was the, the, that was the hope was that you shorten the number of games but you extend the season by a week or so to give more days to the season. And then the combination of that, you won't have any back-to-backs and maybe some of the load management stuff goes away. But I, I agree with you. It won't go away. Here's how so you this- fix it. You have the the teams play for the first round draft picks, like whoever, like some sort of play in some sort of playoffs, you know, out of like the team, the eliminated teams to play for the first round draft pick. I don't see how that helps with, load management during the season though well because then you you want your team to do better next year you like if you're gonna play for Wambanyana right now they're not gonna arrest their players are they no but uh, i see so the winner of the i didn't make the playoffs tournament gets the first round pick yeah what if you're just a bad team and it doesn't you're not resting your players you're just a bad team you're just kind of hosed mm, or that's your best player is injured yeah. Doesn't maybe. make sense, Ronnie. <laughs> Get it together. You're fired. Never okay, yeah. will be there's, the there's like that middle section where I was thinking like yeah, have no. the bottom teams, you know, play harder, but then there's like the middle teams are still gonna have nothing to play for, so Yeah. 
One of the other stories coming out of the NBA CBA is the they're no longer going to test or penalize for, for marijuana usage, uh, which so, I think is pretty cool since it's legal in most states already, if not all states. Yeah, and a lot of players do it. Kevin Durant has openly spoken about his marijuana consumption. They just don't test them anymore because it's like, well, it's not that big of a deal. So to make it official as part of the CBA, I think is a step forward, very progressive of the league. Uh, I know you are not a marijuana fan. I I believe that's correct. Is that correct? Or are you? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't use it or anything like that. But I don't, I don't care for you know, like if people want to, that's fine. Do what you do. But okay, I'm not a fan. Yeah, that's that's the way I am. Right. Yeah. If you want to use it, great. I don't think I think it's absolutely crazy that alcohol is allowed and marijuana isn't because in from what I understand and what I've seen, they're pretty comparable to effects of driving while high or drunk. Right. I mean, it's the same. So why why is one okay and one's not okay? Right. It's all about money. But so I'm I'm glad to see that change, and I hope that that helps some players. <laughs> well, now, so going into this podcast, I haven't done any research. Right, I've been like super busy and everything. But the one thing I yeah. did see was when I when I when I clicked on a Twitter, I did see one picture of um, Brandon Ingram looking like high as hell, and then I had a little caption yeah. on the bottom, you know, that said, oh, "At least he doesn't have to worry about you know being tested anymore." And I was like, "What? <laughs> like I, that doesn't make sense to yeah. me." But now it does. So thank you for explaining that. So now I understand. Oh, yeah. Got you some context. Now, yeah. Now I understand why they posted that a little bit more. So, and also too, can I would I just like say, to point out. Hold on, before, real quick, real quick, real quick. I want to point out that you said you saw it on the Twitter. Yep. So, yep. Congratulations on for being an old man. I saw <laughs> yeah. it on the Twitter. <laughs> someone tweeters. Someone tweets. <laughs> tweeted. Uh, but anyways, so I wouldn't like the only thing that I don't like about marijuana. Really, the big thing is that it smells like butt, and I hate the that smell because I, it's rough. Yeah, yeah. I, I go to Vegas and like it just smells so bad. Like I don't want to go to Vegas anymore. Like if they could make it smell like you know something good, like cologne or something yeah. like that, that'd be so nice. But. Yeah, it sucks, man. Like, I didn't like this, the smell of cigarettes, but now it's just seriously like, smells like no one took a shower, and I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like B.O. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to say edibles are the way to go, guys and gals. Um, doesn't stink, and you get a tasty brownie yep. or a gummy bear or a chocolate bar or a piece of get You know, just junk food out and, and get your get your stuff on that way. So, yeah, yeah, it's interesting to see that the NBA is allowed it. I wonder if other major sports will follow. I hope that they do because it just seems kind of silly uh, for a lot of different reasons. Right? There's been players that have been suspended for multiple games that have been out of the league because of marijuana. Um, so it's it's good to see them making that change. Yep. Yeah, some weedies think that their friends that don't smoke don't want to hang around them because you know they don't like weed. They don't like people that get high. But it's really yeah. just because they smell like B.O. and we don't want to be around that. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. So just to point out that it, marijuana is still illegal at a federal level. Oh, is it? Although it doesn't seem to be um, enforced by federal agencies too much, especially in states where, I mean, I guess if you got pulled over and you had like 100 pounds of marijuana, oh, you might okay. get in trouble. But at a federal level, yes, it is it is still illegal. Um, so all of the people listening that work government jobs, you still cannot consume because you could be fired. Interesting. Still, technically, like, I didn't know yeah, that. It is interesting. Yeah, it's it's. So like, it's where I, we are I in have, the world right now. I have the upper hand. Then, like, I could go in for a job interview and be like, "Hey, by the way, I don't smoke marijuana." So, there you go. You can hire me. I mean, they don't have drug, to worry about that. They would drug test you, and 
they would probably <laughs> give you a heads up because I don't think marijuana stays in the system very long. Guys, yeah. we're jumping all over the place. This is not a baseball podcast. This is not a weed podcast. Yep, yep. This is, this basketball is basketball. Podcast. Yes. This is, this is basketball. <laughs> Speaking of basketball, the longest playoff drought in any major sports has finally ended. The Sacramento Kings, congratulations to them, have Yay. made the playoffs ending their drought. Do you know, and I think I may have told you in text, but you may not have read it, who now holds the longest playoff drought? Hmm. I'm going to say the Arizona Cardinals or the Lions. Neither of those are correct. What? But you are in the right sport. Uh, the Jets? The Jets. Nice. The New York Jets now hold the longest playoff drought. I believe 2007 was the last time they made the playoffs. I don't have that in front of me. I could be wrong. But it's been a long time for the Jets, Jets fans across the world, uh, to see their team in the postseason. You know, there's some talk about them getting Aaron Rodgers. I know we're a basketball podcast, but yeah. <laughs> might as yeah, well talk about jumping, football now. We're jumping all over the place today, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Aaron Rodgers might get traded to the Jets. It's just, if you're an old Green Bay quarterback, apparently you go to the Jets. Brett Favre did it. Aaron Rodgers wants to follow in his footsteps. Maybe he'll send a picture of his penis to his massage therapist. <laughs> Who knows what else he'll do I forget about following that. <laughs> Brett Favre's <laughs> footsteps. Yeah, that's a weird that's a weird thing to do when you retire, but you yeah. know, to each their own. I can't wait till I retire and send out a bunch of my dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's probably really excited about that. Yeah. Uh, Lori Markinen. Markinen? Markinen. We've gone back and forth. It's Markinen, right? Yep. Yep. You got it. Lori Markinen becomes the first player in NBA history to record 200 three-pointers and 100 dunks in a single season. That's pretty neat. Nice. Cool. I'm trying to think, I mean, if you think, if you're shooting a lot of threes, you're typically not an above the rim sort of player. And if you're above the rim player, you're probably not shooting a lot of threes. So it's so weird that he is the first player in NBA history to ever do that, though. So yeah. you would suspect that there would be somebody that does. Like Kevin Durant hits a lot of threes and, and he plays above the rim. But James Harden, another one. But Noah, no, Laurie Markin is the first guy to do it. Yeah, that's kind of interesting because, I mean... You know, even Jokic, you know, he, I mean, Jokic would be the player that I would think that might be up there or oh, okay. maybe Giannis too, because Giannis shoots a few threes too, but you know, 200 well, a threes, threes is a lot. Yeah. 200 to make 200 threes, right? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I don't want Giannis shooting 200 threes. Right. Yeah. That's a very interesting type of player too. You know, just a, a player that's, you know, known to be yeah. around the perimeter to shoot threes, but he could go in and play center and dunk it any LeBron, time. LeBron's another one too, right? Yeah. You maybe suspect that he he's capable of doing it. Uh, there's, a, there's a couple of guys capable of doing it. But yeah, Laurie, Laurie Markkinen's the first to do it of the Utah Jazz. Remember how hot the Utah Jazz started off the season? Yeah, and right. They just sort of, sort of fizzled out. And I, I wonder if that was intentional. They got a little worried mm -hmm. like, hey. But now they're in a position where, I mean, I don't think they have a very low probability of getting the first round pick. You know, the number one overall. So they just kind of... Kind of in that twilight zone. Well, they're still like in playoff or, contention or with the Mavericks. Eh. They're 11th and 12th. So, eh. I mean, there's only yeah, a few games left. To make the play-in game, right? Yeah, right. So I don't think the Jazz will be competing for the play-in game. I could be wrong. We never know what can happen. Yeah. But they would need two teams ahead of them to, to kind of fail. And they're, you know, two games behind the 10th spot. Um yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, you got Oklahoma City right now in 10th, and they just lost against the Suns, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Speaking of the Suns, Kevin Durant returned. He has now played six games with the Suns. Does that sound right? Yeah, it sounds close. 
I think it's might be might be eight. Might be six. Might be seven. Uh, let's say seven. I think it's six. Okay. Are, are you looking it we're, up? We're are you going to confirm nope. this? Nah. <laughs> let's just go with six and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Durant is uh, the Phoenix Suns I should say are undefeated when Kevin Durant is in the starting lineup and that is pretty neat stat or or uh, it's probably not even really a stat but that is, is pretty uh, neat though <laughs> he said it neat. is really neat yeah six games yeah. six games he's played with the Phoenix Suns and he has they've won all six games that he has played in so um, yeah that's pretty neat Ronnie pretty yeah it feels neat so the good more because I was scared that we weren't going to make the playoffs because he was injured, you know, and we were sucking it up. But then the Suns, they won a couple of games without him, and then he came back, and like, well, then again, though, we played the Nuggets, and they sat Jokic, they sat Murray. Nuggets had Jokic, so yeah. Murray that really no didn't count that so game. Nope. I, w- I mean, still, you have to win in basketball, right? right. It doesn't matter. But you we can did still lose those games, and we've seen teams lose those games where they yeah. should win. Yeah, we did beat Oklahoma City, and they, they, I think they started all their starters. They did play um, SGA, but they don't. I mean, Oklahoma City—they're not that great of a team either, too. But say, still, we won, so I'm happy. Yeah, no, that game against the Timberwolves was a was a legit game. I think. Yeah, that was a good one. Starters were in that. I don't think Da was in that uh, for the Suns. So it was yeah, a, well, no, he was, and he only got three rebounds. So oh, that's why it seemed like he wasn't in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he sucked so bad. <laughs> No, he's a first round pick. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Suns are looking good. They're they're trending in the right direction. I hope that this trade pays off. And and the good thing about this trade, you know, we've talked about it a lot, so I won't go into great detail. Is that you still have KD for several more years after that, so you have a chance to to win this year. You have a chance to win next year, the year after that, and then you know it gets a little bit more fuzzy. Chris Paul's certainly going to be towards the end of his career at that point, but. Uh, you have a chance. You have a window now with Kevin Durant. You have a window. Uh, draft well. Get some of those young guys developed. You know, Bismack Biombo has had probably his best season ever as as a player. He's really stepped up. I, I love feel. watching him. His uh, blocks are crazy. He just he's all over the court. He's a hustler. You know, I love just how he gets up in the air and he blocks so many shots. Yeah, and he blocks it like me too with his left hand. I don't know if you noticed that, but I'm a left hand blocker. I shoot with my right, but I block with my left. So I, I don't know that because. <laughs> I don't know how I would. <laughs> but yeah, it's very smart of him. Um, anyone who plays basketball, you just gotta, if you shoot with your right, try practicing blocking with your left and you'll see it makes a world of difference. All right. All right. Uh, the other note I had here is that there's rumors that the Dallas Mavericks will shut down Luka and Kyrie and call it a year. Uh, I don't know if that's true. It's, you know, you never know which until it's confirmed, but. Do you think, and let's just not talk about the Mavericks specifically, uh, a team that's in 11th place that's a game and a half, two games out of the playing game, do you shut it down when there's five games left in the season? Or do you do you run through that finish line? That is really stupid to do. I mean, you play the whole entire season and then you're going to quit when you're a game and a half behind. That doesn't make any sense to me. So it, it better not be true. That's That's dumb. I mean, what if someone gets injured on Oklahoma City, you know, like a key player and then... You could have taken that spot away, but you decided to sit your guys. You have to just go for it no matter what. Just play as hard as you can because there's always so, that if something happens, you know, like you, you can't leave anything on a table, especially in professional sports. That's stupid. 
So if you're looking at the landscape of the land, your 11th team, you know you're not the best team in your conference, and it's going to be an uphill battle. But if you don't make the playoffs, you have a protected first-round pick that now doesn't go, so you get to hold on to that. Because I think that's the scenario with the Mavericks, is they have uh, some some draft potential that they could hold on to because it's protected or unprotected. I forget the gist of it. That's that's why this conversation I think came up. So if they for sure don't make the play in, then they're they're they gain on the draft pick front, having just given up several draft picks for a trade. Does that influence your decision? Again, knowing you're in a tough conference, well, every conference is tough. But I mean, let's let's be honest. If you're 11th right now, you're not winning the NBA championship, regardless of injuries and stuff that comes out. You're not going to beat four teams in the West to make it to the NBA Finals. I think that's really stupid. Still, I don't. I wouldn't shut it down. No, just for a first round draft pick, just to make sure it's locked in. No, that's dumb. I mean, you still like. Let's say if you play in and you make the playoffs, and then you still that gives you a chance to win the championship. They're basically just throwing in a towel because what? Like they 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 think they're they're just. They can't hang with these other West teams or, you know, beat anyone on the East. That doesn't make any sense. I, I I disagree with you to a certain extent because at the end of the day, it's business. Basketball is a business. And, you know, those draft picks have value, even if it's trade capital. So if it if you're going to get a better draft position or you're not going to lose a pick because it's protected, uh, here it is. They have a top 10 protected pick. So... Being out of the playoff game would allow them to keep that pick because it's protected. Whereas if it they make the playing game, then potentially that pick would go to the team that they've traded with. So um, I see what you're saying, but I just think you have to take all of that into account. I hate that. The way that they're playing so doesn't give you... It doesn't give you... We talked about the Suns. They're trending up, right? They're playing good basketball. They're They're moving in the right direction, which you love to see heading into the playoffs. The Mavericks are not performing that way. They they can't win a game. And maybe maybe it's best just to call it a day. So we'll see what they do. Do you think Jason Kidd is on the hot seat? Or do you think he has another year before uh, he's on the hot I seat? I think he's on a hot seat because of how you feel about him. Like, you kind of changed my mind about him. Like, I, I didn't know if he was a good coach or not. But after this year, when you get Kyrie Irving and you can't coach Kyrie and Luka then yeah, I, I think he might be on the hot seat. It makes kind of it makes sense, but then again, like you did trade away a lot of your players to get Kyrie too. So Yeah, you and then traded you, away your depth, which right. which is hard. You were you good. Replace that with a couple of guys. Yeah, and then you your team got crappy after that. So I mean, is that Jason Kidd's fault or is that like the GM's fault for trading away those good players? Yeah. Making a bad trade. It was a really bad trade. <laughs> well, time will tell. Do you <laughs> extend Kyrie Irving if you're the Dallas Mavericks. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to have two point guards, two two amazing point guards on the team. You have value there, so I don't, if you can, I don't know how this works. Like, can you somehow like sign him onto like a, a contract where he adds value to your team as like trade bait? So if you sign him to an extension, you can't trade him till I think January or something like that. There's some rule for those sort of things, but I would do the, something the like is, that. The problem is so let's let's talk about it for just a quick second. The Chris Haynes has released an article, and in it he says uh, that Kyrie will allow his future to be decided in free agency this summer, and it could be gamesmanship trying to put some pressure on Dallas to offer him a supermax extension, or it could be true that he doesn't want to play with Dallas, so he's going to explore free agency. The problem is 
I don't know how many suitors he's going to have because he leaves, as we talked about, just burning bridges everywhere he goes. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like after this Dallas incident, what team is going to want him on that team? Like there, there was no value added to the Dallas Mavericks with him coming that way. So I don't know what other team would want him on their team. So let's, let's talk about that real quick then. Let's look at the West and I have it in front of me and I certainly not the starting at the bottom, right? The Rockets maybe, but they're kind of in a rebuild. They don't want to spend a lot of money. On, on something like that. They don't want to poison the well with their young players with somebody like Kyrie. So I would say right. no to them. The Spurs, there's no way Popovich is going to want Kyrie Irving on a team, regardless if he's the perfect fit. Right. The Trailblazers, two point guards between no. Dame Lillard and, and Kyrie, that's a bad fit. The Utah Jazz, they're kind of in rebuild mode. They've been hoarding draft picks. They're not going to tr- part with all those draft picks for Kyrie Irving. So I would mm-hmm. say they're a no. <laughs> the Mavericks, we already seen what that works. Yeah. Uh, the Thunder, I think the Thunder is the same as the Rockets. You have young, talented players. Why expose them to that toxicity? Right. The Timberwolves? Because why the hell not? Mm, who is their point guard? Isn't it, it, I think they have a good point guard. Why can't I think of his name right now? I think it's Anthony Edwards, right? Is he a point guard? Anthony Edwards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, no. So that's a no for you because... Because Anthony Edwards. Uh, Mike Conley Jr. is... Anthony Edwards is a small forward. Mike Conley Jr. is their point guard. Okay. It looks like... Let's see. Let me pull up the roster real quick. Uh, Yeah, Mike Conley is a point guard. They traded their other point guard to the Lakers, I believe. So they're down to just him. Was it D'Angelo Russell? Sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. We'll get this. We'll get it figured out, guys. We're working on it. <laughs> so that's a no. I would agree with that. Uh, the Pelicans, no. The Lakers, the Lakers. What do you think about that? They have Schroeder, and I think he's a decent fit okay. for that team. Will you stop? Will you stop with your Dennis Schroeder? <laughs> he's actually Please. doing really good for that team. Sure, sure. I'm, I, I'm sure he is. <laughs> do Do you think that LeBron wants Kyrie Irving back that's on the, the team? That's the question. That's the million dollar question. If if LeBron gives a thumbs up, then yes, he goes there. If he gives the thumbs down, then no. I, I mean, think he, he was okay with Russell Westbrook. Yeah. He's played with Kyrie before. Maybe. I think if I think that happened, AD would be like over in the locker room rolling his eyes like, oh my God. Like, oh, probably. Yeah. No. The Warriors, no, no way. The Clippers, no way. The Suns, God, I hope not. The Kings, I, I don't think so. They got young talent, De'Aaron Fox. Okay, wait. Go back to the Suns. What do you think about yeah. Chris Paul being too old and then maybe they do decide to get Kyrie? That might be a good fit. I don't think you need Kyrie Irving as point guard when you have Durant and Booker and Aiton. I think you get a younger point guard. Um, look at what Ru- Ricky Rubio did for the Suns. You don't mm-hmm. need a top-tier point guard. You just need a capable point guard. Yeah. Jose Alvarado would be great in this system. Yep. That's true. So I don't think you need a Chris Paul. And Chris Paul is not the Chris Paul of five years ago. So I, I, don't think, I don't think so. And we saw Durant and Kyrie together in Brooklyn, and that was not good. So yeah. no, please, please. No. <laughs> uh, the Grizzlies, no, because John Morant and Kyrie, I don't think would work well. And the Nuggets, that's not their culture. So there's no team in the West other than Dallas. And Dallas would only do it because they don't want to seem like they came away empty-handed. 
yeah. as a result of this trade. Okay, name one team that he would be good fit on the east side. Is there any team one that you see? Yes, one team. Let me look. <laughs> the Wizards. I know Bradley Beal is there. The Pistons. But the, uh, no, the Pistons are young. They're going to get better. Yes. I think I think the team that you saw. Uh, no, How about I, don't, the Bulls? I don't think so. No, the Bull. He would fit in w- well. Maybe, maybe the Bulls. I kind of feel like that'd be a good landing spot because I mean they have Beverly for their point guard. So replace him. I think that that'd be well, pretty good. And they're kind of known know as what like the situation the... is with um, Demar Derozan and Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine is angry and wants out. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. I don't think he's a point guard, but I'm feeling the Bulls. All right, there we go. The Bulls. The Bulls is a perfect spot for Kyrie to go. <laughs> Anywho, the the the, the long story. The short version of this is if Dallas resigns him, I think they're foolish. If they let him walk for nothing, I think they're foolish. I don't know I don't know that he warrants a super max. I don't know that anyone out there is going to give him a max. So the difference between Dallas and any other team is that Dallas can have a fifth year where any other team that signs him will just be four years. But realistically, four years or five years, I don't think he finishes out that contract on the same team. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. It, it's weird because I think he's such yeah. a good player, but yeah, he's just toxic. He's just he doesn't yeah. do well in in the locker rooms, or I don't know. Just he just I don't know how to explain it. Like he just destroys the teams from the inside. You know, he just it's it's impressive, honestly. It's, it is, yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. Do that it's a skill. How could he's a player like a so good just you know? make a whole team just not want to play basketball anymore? Like even Luca has been like, I really I don't think basketball is fun anymore. I haven't had been yeah. having fun playing. <laughs> well, it's probably could it be because Kyrie's on your team and maybe he's you know talking about the earth being flat in the locker room, just pissing you off. And <laughs> here's my million dollar idea. You know the NFL does hard knocks and then they do the um, yeah the all, the whole season where they follow a team. Hard knocks do and basketball. With, with, do that with whatever team Kyrie's on because yeah. I think people want to see the train wreck. Right. And they want to they want to understand what's going on and right. follow them through the whole season and just watch those, you know, the eye rolls and the hands over their face and and this the the frustration right. that you're going to get and just the disinterest that he has and how it impacts the other players and and I would love to see that. I think that would be a really really cool show to watch and put it on like NBA TV. So you, people have a reason to subscribe an additional reason yeah. to subscribe. I think like it would especially do really in the well. off season too. That would do really good. Oh, for sure. Cause I think hard knocks, I mean, I love watching hard knocks. Yeah. I would love a basketball version of it as well for the exact same reasons. Just right. the tension, the drama, Draymond green, punching Jordan pool. God, if <laughs> yeah. that been caught by camera, that would have been huge. Yeah. But if you could follow like some of the players, like even Kevin Durant too, you know, you could follow him, you know, and yeah, cause he does a lot of weird things. Yeah, he does. I like who it. Would be, uh, besides Kyrie, but who would be the most interesting player to follow just because ja Morant. they're sort of John ja Morant? Yep. Just to see what like his day in and day out looks like. Yep. The people that he's are influencing him. That's a good one. It'd be interesting in seeing him. We could do some positive ones. Like I think Damian Lillard would be fun to watch. Fun, fun to follow. Damian might be fun. Yeah. I was Devin thinking Booker. of the most boring person. Like who would be this like... And now I'm going to go here and look at the spreadsheet. I was thinking t- like Tyler Hero. Oh, yeah. Because he was... doesn't seem like a very exciting person. <laughs> I was thinking Anthony um, Davis. I think that he'd be kind of boring to watch. Oh, I think Anthony Davis would be weird. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, I think, would be... 
or, or here we go, Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> he would <laughs> yes, just, for he sure. wouldn't say a single word. So that that's, was, I would you, want to follow Kawhi it. Leonard just to see like what he does day in and day out because yeah. I can't imagine it's a lot. <laughs> just basketball just, focus. Yeah, it would just be the camera just watching him eat, you know, or watching TV, yeah. working out. With that thousand yard stare that he has. <laughs> right, yeah. Hey, I got some things. I got yeah. so on the West. I, so you know, <laughs> I I have the players of the week. I found that week twenty four. Okay. They have cool. that out already. So nice. actually, do you want to take a guess? Since you've been doing all this research and I have it, can you guess of what I, player in the West? I is? saw the headline. Oh, did you? But okay. I don't remember who it was, so all right. I'll let you take it. Anthony Davis. That's right. Anthony Lakers Davis. are three and zero. He's averaging thirty eight point seven points per game. Wow, that's ridiculous. That's almost forty points. 11.7 rebounds per game and 65.2% from field goal range. Can you guess what player won it for the East? James Harden. No, it's actually our old player, Mikkel Bridges. Mikkel Bridges, that's yep. right. He's been tearing it up yes. with the Nets. Good for him. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so he's 3-0 and for the Nets last week. 33 points per game. <laughs> where, where was that? And then 5.7 rebounds yeah. per game and 3.7 assists per game. So that's awesome. It's really good to see Mikel, you know, just playing really good basketball and still doing good for the Nets too. Um, yeah, just happy to so see that. let's take it with a grain of salt, right? They beat the Rockets, the Hawks, and the Jazz. None of those are world beaters. Don't take that away so. from him. <laughs> he earned <laughs> <No>. that. <laughs> no, he did. And it's hard to be successful in this league to go 3-0. And, and he's been successful on two different teams now. I wish nothing but the best. For Mikel Bridges, yeah, I don't think he was. He just he was he was the piece that the Nets wanted back. I think he was the the big piece of that trade uh, because you know he was a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Mm-hmm. He's a solid player if durable to build, to build around. Yeah, durable, absolutely. Yep. Still hasn't missed a game. Knock on wood. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I was looking and I saw this interesting headline. Not really even a headline, just the story about. Um, uh, who is my new favorite player now because of this? I have no no idea about any of his stats because he's on a team I don't follow. But Miles Turner of the Indiana Pacers, do you know what his hobby is? Building furniture? Lego. Close. Maybe Lego furniture. <laughs> Building Lego. He, so. has a, he has a huge Lego collection. And I am a huge Lego nerd. I have far too much money spent on Lego as well. And apparently Miles Turner does as well. Somebody, I don't know if he built it or, or somebody built it for him. He has a to size Darth Vader suit, but his head as the head. Oh, like cool! A recreation of Miles Turner's head holding the Darth Vader helmet. I think that's really really cool. Yeah. And apparently he he buys a lot of Lego and he, he does Lego videos on TikTok and um, I just think that's really neat and I think that's a that's a, a fun a fun little side hobby. John Morant, take notes. Go go get some Lego instead of uh, all the other crap that you're doing. <laughs> yes, he'll be building Lego guns then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, did you know he's been out for for as long as he's been out? I haven't realized he's been out for. I, I guess just. Yeah, I know I he's been out. I I I, uh, I think I mentioned it last podcast when I did the injury report, but I did it so quickly. Oh, that's right. But... Yeah. But yeah, he's been out for a little while. Is he it's coming not, back or anything? It's not injury related. It's, it's, yes, it looks like he's coming back. His, uh, a, a serious medical situation with his father. He's been out since mid-February, uh, but he's expected to return possibly tonight. He could have played. Uh, I don't have it up in front of me, but uh, he hasn't been playing since mid-February, and the Warriors are kind of 
kind of getting it together now. So getting him back right before playoffs, man, oh man, there's a lot of teams that I think are, it's so tough to predict who's going to win because so many teams are, are, are just getting healthy, getting strong, getting back into winning basketball games at the right time. The Lakers are on a nice little tear right now as well. Yeah. Um, I'd, it's it's going to be a fun, fun postseason. I'm super excited. Yes. Okay, so my favorite. So while you're talking and everything like that, I found my favorite headline so far. Because yes, I'm actually do doing it. research as you're talking. Thanasis Atente Kugwompo, he's banned for one game for headbutting Celtics Griffin. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, I guess during the, you know, that blowout game I texted you about the last, um, 140 to yeah. 99. So yeah, yeah, it looks like he had Celtics in the bucks. Yeah. 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 It look, looks like Obviously, he, he had butted Blake Griffin during the game. So he's, he's out now. <laughs> Jeez. Interesting. Says, it says it occurred with a minute and 25 remaining in the blowout. Griffin was called for a flag at one fell and a hard hit on Thanasis. Attempting a layup to which the Bucks forward retaliated. <laughs> I gotta Jeez. watch that replay. <laughs> That'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah. Ronnie, do you have anything else you want to talk about? I think that's really oh, you it. You know what? I got a question. I got a question okay. for you. I just saw it on Reddit. If Jimmy Butler never wins a championship, do you think he's a Hall of Famer? I do. I am one of those people that think that you don't need to win a championship to be a Hall of Famer, like Charles Barkley, for example. I agree, but has he done enough? Has he done enough to to spend his 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 you know to belong in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I mean he's just one of those players that's really good, but he just has really bad luck just being on the championship teams. You know, I mean, well, if you look at like for example, um, like LeBron James, every team he's been on, you know, they made the finals pretty much, you know, and yeah, he's stolen yeah. some championships. If he just would have been on that team, he would have had championships. But then if he would have been on the go- the Warriors, and he would have had championships because they have like what four in the last uh, ten years or yeah. something like that. So it's just the time when you're playing. I mean, there's there's only one championship trophy to go around to all these teams, and I think he's still a Hall of Famer. He's still an excellent player, but yeah, just bad luck on his teams. Okay, no, I agree with you. He uh, just looking up some of his stats. He's 78th all time in regular season wins. So he, he's played on good basketball teams, you know, he was traded to Miami and immediately they went to the finals in 2020. So it's, he's a, he's a solid player. Uh, it's just kind of a, an interesting question. And I agree with you. You don't need to win a ring in order to make the hall of fame. Charles Barkley is a great example. Um, you know, Damian Lillard might possibly be another great example. If he stays with Portland, I don't know how Portland wins a ring, but yeah. Damian Lillard, certainly a hall of famer. Jimmy Butler, I would agree with as well. So yeah. Yeah. Is there any player, that you think let's let's switch it up a little bit that you think will make the hall of fame only because they won a ring that that's what put them over the edge. They they wouldn't do it without the ring. Mm-hmm. Like, like a, like Ray Allen won with Miami, but I think Ray Allen was probably going to be in the hall of fame regardless. Um, I'm trying to think of a player yeah, a, that might have a ring. A tougher that, one, right? Yeah. I can't really think of a player that that's like an average yeah. player that has a ring. That's kind of, because you you know it, well, that question you always... has a ring and is in the Hall of Fame, but I guess the Hall right. of Fame bar. When we've talked about this before, the Hall of Fame bar is pretty low in the yeah. NBA. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, did you even go over the Hall of Fame ballots? No, did they release Hall of Fame ballots? Yeah, yeah they did. Did you not catch that? Oh. Yeah, 
No, du- I didn't see that on my Dwayne Wade YouTube. is a big name in there. Dwayne Wade and a lot of foreign people too. So they're like just kind of saying that it's really good for the NBA to show like all these people from around the countries around the world are uh, actually making the Hall of Flame the Hall of Fame now, you know, where The Hall of Flame and the Fireman's <laughs> Hall of Fame. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh so we talked about the Hall of Fame earlier when they were when they were talking when they released the like the people that would be voted. So they've named the yep. finalists now, it looks like. And yeah. Kirk Nowitzki, Dwayne Wade, uh will be enshrined along with Paul Gasol, Tony Parker, and Greg Popovich. I think those were all the people that we said were gonna be shoe-ins for sure, or were projected to be shoe-ins. Was there anybody that didn't make it. I'm trying to see the the rundown of voting. No, you nailed it right see. there. They're all in it. And the one I'm looking forward to, like listening to the speech, is um, Greg Pop- Popovich. I want to hear his speech and see what he has to say. I think that'd be a really good speech. Oh sure, yeah, I, I would agree. And then they have some other, you know, like WNBA NBA players. But I mean, I don't know, whatever. I don't care about those. <laughs> oh jeez. I don't know any of them for one and two. It's WNBA, <laughs> <laughs> so. You know they right. should. Well, I think they should do Savannah Bananas for the WNBA. Uh, what does that even mean, Ronnie? <laughs> Just have fun, you know. Like one would like. <laughs> Never mind. I shouldn't talk anymore. <laughs> I, uh... Well, that is going to do it for us tonight. Before Ronnie says something to get canceled. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time. Thanks, guys. <laughs>